of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Dan, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on making it to Week 13. Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate you having me on. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Coach. And before we get into uh, this week's matchup against Westerville South, I want to give a shout-out to you as well as a a number of players on your squad. Congratulations to you, named Federal League Coach of the Year, Will Butler, named Federal League Player of the Year, and you had six kids make the all-county team, offense, defense, special teams, Coach. Uh, That spells an 11-1 record when you have that many making uh, those many teams, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Really, really happy for all my kids that they got the credits they deserve. Um, it's been a really nice year for us, and a lot of kids have played some really good football, so thank you for that. Yeah, and I know that that's great, the individual honors, but you're more excited, I'm sure your players are, uh, about the chance of playing in week number 13. And it wasn't easy last week, right? Your defense, as they've done all season long, uh, kept you in the game, then came up with a big play to secure the game. You and I have already talked about this, but for our listeners out there, Dan, 13-7, uh, looks like you're going to sack the quarterback, end the game, he gets away, he throws one downfield for a big play, and then your defense somehow, someway, comes up with a big strip fumble to secure the victory. The emotions you went through were what on that play? Yeah, that was uh, seemed like the longest play in the, the history of football because, um, like you said, we, we missed the sack. We, we had done really well defense up to that point. It was fourth and 15, I believe, and um, quarterback was able to scramble, make a nice play through a post, uh, got behind our safety, unfortunately, uh, and they caught it, you know, midfield, and, and he was heading towards the end zone. And Nate Baker came from the backside, from his corner position. Uh, he, he's a great corner for us, and, and made a strip tackle, popped the ball out. Uh, Ty Miller was able to pick it up and secure the fumble, and uh, we were able to run the clock out with, you know, uh, our victory formation. Thank goodness. But that was something that we practiced defensively, uh, causing turnovers and running the football. So while the play shouldn't have happened, it shouldn't have got open. Uh, our kids reacted well and did what they were taught to do. So. Um, yeah, very emotional play, that's for sure. Coach, the one thing I love about your team is this. You can win in so many different ways. You can win, um, you know, uh, plotting the ball down the field on a long drive. Uh, you can win with your offense and your two-quarterback system or your defense coming up with a big play in a 13-7 win uh, this past week. Or you can win on big plays. Kel Jarvis, 58 yards to Dylan Snyder. Uh, and then, uh, what was it, about a uh, a 57-yard run by Solberger, Matthew Solberger, uh, last week. How have you been able to, um, you know, with these kids, get different players to step up each and every week it it seems at times to help you win games yeah that's a that's a great question and you're right we we do have um a lot of really good players you know so uh we're blessed with a lot of skill and and a lot of kids that that just want to win um i think the biggest thing for our team particularly with some of the injuries that we faced is is all our kids have really bought into just putting the team first um you know not worrying about the individual success they care more about uh, what we do as a team and you have kids buying into that you you have a chance to be successful and so credit to my kids man they, they've really bought into 
the team approach. Um, they they just want to be able to ring that victory bell on Friday night after a game. That's the most important thing to them. So it gives us a chance every week. How special was it, Dan, for you? Okay, week one at home, you beat Dublin Scioto. Week two at home, you beat Columbus DeSales to get two playoff games at home. First of all, and to win both of those. Uh, thinking maybe your last regular season game, okay, maybe that's the last one or one playoff game, but you had two more after that. How special was it? Sure, yeah, it's been a it's been a great three weeks. Our, our week ten game was versus Green, and we got that win and, and secured a, a share of the Federal League Championship. And so playing at home three weeks in a row has been great. Um, our community has been awesome. Uh, everyone's excited. The support we we get is tremendous here, and uh, the cheerleaders, the band. In my opinion, it's the, it's the best place to play a high school football game on a Friday night. So we're lucky. Um, but yeah, we're, we're ready to, to move on and we'll, we'll play in a parking lot if we have to, as long as we get to keep playing football. So excited to play at Dover, though. That's a real nice stadium as well this week. Why or how has your team responded with one, two, three, four, five wins in a row after your only loss of the season when you fell to McKinley uh, back on, I think it was September 30th? Yeah, I, you know, in hindsight, and, and you never want to lose a game, I think I've said this a few times, uh, losing to McKinley might have been the best thing to happen happen to us. Um, you know, woke us up a little bit. Uh, we were probably getting a little bit too much press early on in the, in the year because we weren't t- quite where we wanted to be needed to be um you know and our, our kids really that saturday morning after we lost to mckinley and give them credit they, they had a, a great night against us that evening uh our, our kids were really mad didn't like that feeling so i think that pushed them to to give a little bit more effort in practice and be a little bit more responsible for a lot of the small things that you have to be responsible for if, if you want to make any type of run so um yeah they responded you know the adversity you know in, in football you know, correlates to a lot of the things in life, so that's why this game is so great. And my my kids have responded to that, so proud of them for that. All right, let's move along, Dan to George, to your matchup this week against Westerville South. Uh, it's at a neutral site. We'll be at Dover covering that game on Friday night. Let's start with what you see on film from them. What jumps off at you? Sure, they're very well coached. Uh, we actually played them round one of the playoffs last year. Uh, they're obviously a different football team, and, and so are we, but. Um, their, their coaching staff does a nice job offensively. They want to run the football. They have a very good tailback. I think he was player of the year in their conference down there, so they want to pound it at you. But they also have very skilled, talented receivers, good quarterbacks, so they can play action and throw the slant and the post behind you. So, so we got to be ready for all that. And then defensively, they, they run a 3-4, but they bring the outside guys and move around a lot and play a lot of man-to-man coverage. So very athletic. Um, we, we got to try to establish the run, which will be difficult because they're pretty good in the box. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a, a really good football game. I mean, we have our hands full and uh, looking forward to the opportunity, though. All right, they did beat you last year in the playoffs. How much of a, a revenge factor is there? Are you talking about that or no, you're not bringing that up? Yeah, I haven't really brought it up much. All our kids know we lost to them. Uh, we played uh, a pretty good first half with them last year, and then the second half uh, the wheels fell off, but – uh, we talk a lot about, you know, not looking in the rearview mirror. We're always looking forward. Uh, you know, what happened a year ago, a month ago, um, doesn't really matter. So we control what's in front of us and what we do each day. And um, so we're just excited that we're still playing. And um, I know kids have been talking about it. You know, they, they know we lost pretty good to them in, in a playoff game last year. So there might be a little bit of that in the mix for, for the boys. But uh, we just want to play a good, clean football game and, and hopefully progress on to the next week. 
was the running back that's their feature guy this year? Was he the feature guy last year as well? Because I know he's rushed for, uh, you know, a ton of yards. I think his name is um, uh, Phillips, Nasir Phillips. Was he their feature guy last year too? He was not last year, no. They they had a handful of seniors last year that, that they lost, but um, they, they replaced him with some really, really good kids. I think he was playing some last year, but they had another senior running back that was very good. Um, but they, they have a handful of kids back from their team last year as well, very athletic, so the kids that have a lot of experience. All right, so does that help you, having played them? And uh, Because in the Federal League, you guys play each other uh, every season, so you know the wing tee. They know what you do. You know what McKinley, right? So you're familiar with it. So does it help you with the familiarity of having played this team just a year ago as you prep for them? Yeah, I think on both sides it might help a little bit just because you know, know the coaches and in, in what they do a little bit from one game. But, again, you have um, tons of different players on both sides. And we were starting seven sophomores last year. Um, and that was the reason we struggled some last year. But those sophomores now are, are juniors that have tons of games under their belt and uh, a really good off season under their belt. So definitely two different teams, um, but, but both, I think, really good teams it's going to turn out to be a good really good high school football game all right before we get to your guys what about the weather for friday night the projections are it's going to be wet all night a lot of rain too Uh, how does that factor into your game plan and how you prepare for this game yeah we have been so lucky this year every friday night's been been beautiful Uh, i think there was one week where we had a little bit of rain when we played hoover in the second half so our kids haven't had to deal with that much at all this year so we've talked about it some and um, can't really control the weather um, you know it might change some of your calls and some of the situations based on you know the, the weather and what it's doing but at the end of the day you, you got to win a football game I think um, if it does rain a lot then you you obviously have to put even a greater emphasis on protecting the football because um, those things tend to happen with the bad weather but that's northeast Ohio man you don't know what's coming so um, we'll be ready for it either way. The only reason I bring that up, Dan, is after watching Ohio State this past week, it almost took them too long to figure it out or Ryan Day too long to change you know, his offensive game plan, and he admitted after the fact that he probably should have adjusted sooner. So as a head coach, do you have plan A and plan B for a game like this or no? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we went over some plays tonight that um, probably as of last Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, maybe weren't going to be in the game plan. But once we started looking at the weather we, we knew that we had to put ourselves into a situation where um, if it is pouring down rain, coming sideways, we still got to be productive offensively. What can we do with our personnel to, to put us in that situation? So, yeah, it, it changes your game plan a little bit because you want to be prepared for whatever you have to face. So we're making the adjustments we need to make, and hopefully we're ready for, for any type of weather. All right, I know I'm beating the dead horse here, but I'll ask one more question. Advantage for you that you have a throwing quarterback and a running quarterback. So, you know, those of us who questioned you early in the season and you've made it work all year could be an advantage, no, for you this weekend? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, all I know is I got two really good quarterbacks, and I'm glad I got them. And I wouldn't want to trade any of them for any other quarterbacks around. So I love our situation and, and love both our guys and how they've approached it and um, they're just both such team players, and they just want to win. So, um, yeah, I'm just really, really happy that I have the two guys I have. All right. 
how much did you pick? Because you were with us Sunday when we did the all-county team, uh, and you met with the, all the Federal League teams as well there after we were done with the all-county team. How much did you pick the brain of uh, Brian Baum since uh, they played uh, this team, Westerville South, just last week and, and fell to them by only a 27-21 score? Yeah, Brian and I talked, and they, they uh, definitely had their chances. They had a really good game plan and unfortunately had a couple guys get hurt. Uh, which which I think definitely affected them. But, yeah, it was good to talk to Coach Baum. Highly respect him and what his staff does. They're a very, very good staff, and they had a great year themselves. So um, definitely picked up a few things from him and appreciate that. And as federal league coaches, we, we always want to help each other out uh, when we're at this point in the season for sure. All right, so if you're going to get a win – on Friday night and advance to the regional final. Give me some keys uh, for you, and I'm guessing they're similar to all season long, but maybe a different one here or there. So what are the keys to a victory? Yeah, offensively, uh, the, the two biggest things we, we have to do is first and foremost, you know, limit and not have turnovers and penalties, uh, particularly if we have bad weather. Uh, then we got to put the ball in the end zone. Um, you know, we, we got to find ways to score points. We're not going to score 13 points and win this week. Um, felt like we could do that last week based on who we were playing. A different approach this week. We have to be a little bit more aggressive, um, have to put the ball in the end zone. And then defensively, we just have to keep doing what we're doing, not give up the big plays. Um, South is very, very athletic, so um, making them snap the ball over and over and over again is going to be a key for us. And then, particularly with the weather, man, you got to win the special teams, and it's going to be sloppy. And um, you know, I think a game like this is going to come down to who's going to win the special teams, whether it be a block punt, block extra point, or a big return, something like that. So, winning all three phases is, is the key to this one. Coach, we appreciate the time. Again, congratulations on all the awards, but I know the, the biggest thing you want is to win this Friday night. We'll be doing the game for everybody, 7 o'clock right here on WHBC. I'll talk to you there at Dover, and again, good luck. Hey, thanks for what you guys do. Go Blue Streaks.